Greetings! Welcome back to the solo podcast Anime One Time, where I take a pause for the series I'm watching among the hustle and bustle of the shiny new anime of today, also exploring the undervalued and unknown. I'm the host leader, and this is episode 26! Hello everybody! Happy October! Where it's opposite ends of the spectrum, world-wise, where everybody's in the fall Halloween mood. And I'm in my spring. I don't know what the hell the weather's doing for spring weather for Australia. So this time of year is so weird for me when spring comes and then it's just fall everywhere else. I should really be used to it after living out here for many years now, but um, I'm just not used to it still at all. But somehow I still managed to get myself in the Halloween mood. I do. But I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm not going to be discussing a Halloween themed uh, anime for this episode. But I can say, at least before Halloween comes up, which is next Tuesday, the 31st. Uh, I will have a Halloween episode out. I was not going to do one, but then I decided there is one that I can talk about without having to rewatch it because I've like rewatched it so many times. It's like, well, I know what to say about it. Um, so you can look forward to that in the next few days. You can. So October, we're going to get two episodes, which is be fantastic because um, it's, yeah, it's been a while since I sat down and done this at least over a month but you know I hit the marker last month uh with an episode where I discussed a ballet one which I said ballet is ferocious and I <laughs> left the title as like I don't know if that is such a um bit of a exaggeration title to leave but that's how I feel about ballet in general and if you're interested in why I think ballet is ferocious you can go listen to that episode where I'm talking about um, uh, it was a Danshu, Danshu, was it Dan? Oh God. Oh dear. We are nearly forgetting the name of, yeah, Dance, Dance, Danshu, sorry. Uh, 11th episode series, highly recommend to watch, but yeah, you can go, you go, can go listen to that if you do so wish to. Um, but yes, this episode, before we get into it, um, I guess as usual, I will go over what I am like currently watching because I finally had the motivation last month to do a like video discussing what anime was coming out for the fall season because there's quite a few things I think this is one of the best seasons this year um in terms of what is on offer and I have not started watching a lot of the shows I would like to I'm currently keeping up with four because I haven't even started the others, like you got the Apothecary Diaries, that came out really late on the 21st, so that's only just come out. Um, probably get around to that at some point. Um, there's Dr. Stone, haven't got around to watching the next part that's come out for that. I've been waiting for that one. But the ones I'm currently started, and probably by next episode I would have started more, uh, I'm currently keeping up with The Kingdoms of Ruin. Now, I didn't really know a thing about this. Uh, I watched the trailer and I watched the first three episodes. And man, first episode, I think, has the best premise introduction this season so far. It was, 
yeah, that is, it's how you would want a first episode to just inch, like, enthrall your interest. Um, It's pretty, oh, the themes in it, yeah, pretty cutthroat, uh, I'll say, but it's all focused on a war between witches and humans. And I felt like, oh, this is like the perfect watch for um October. So I'm already, I'm already feeling, I started feeling the uh, <laughs> spooky Halloween themes by watching that. And then I'm watching some random one next called uh, Daimoto. This is the shortened version. I said firefighter about, yeah, guys in, orange suits being firefighters in Tokyo and focusing on this one particular one. I don't know what possessed me to watch this. It wasn't because, oh, you know, fiery, hottie <laughs> firefighters. I don't know. I just, it was probably one of the most real life based um, animes, anime on offer this season. I've only watched the first episode, but I was like, oh, this will be a good watch for like during breakfast or lunch. It will. Um, nothing too much I have to concentrate on. The 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 heavy dialogue stories I always save for like nighttime usually. Uh, one, I have just completed the first half of the core, which is Ancient Magus Bride season two. That was a highly anticipated watch for this year. And I just finished it uh, up to episode 12 just the other night. So good. I mean, you know, when you've not watched the series for a long time, because there's been a huge gap, and we'll say like Attack on Titan, um, and you feel like you just have forgotten everything that happened, and I was going to rewatch the first season to remind myself, but I remembered where we were, because the story kind of just took off from where it left off, and oh, yeah. No, I'm really liking the Chisei in the school setup, um... Oh yeah, there's a strong story here, and I like how Chisei is evolving. But you know, the girl's been through a lot. Um, I like this setup, I really do, and I'm excited for the next half of the story because I still haven't read the manga. Um, I still would like to, um, but I really do have a soft spot for the anime. Uh, when it first came out, like I was all for it. Chisei's backstory, everything, so compelling. But yeah, no, Ancient Magus Bride, again, is another great spooky watch. It hits all the right tones. Sorry, boxes. Ticks all the boxes. And then uh, my most favourite, highly anticipated watch of the year has finally come around. <laughs> it's It's been two years, which, you know, I've shortened the title here, which is The Saint's Power is Omnipotent. Um... Uh, oh, about we have an isekai shoujo. Uh, I absolutely adore this series to death. Um, I already have the first season on Blu-ray. I, uh, I wanted to rewatch it before it started, but no, didn't get around to that. Uh, but it's kind of gone straight again, straight into the story and absolutely loving it. Uh, such a, uh, we can say serene serene is the word for it serene series to watch something to take away from all the heavy shit that you'll probably be watching this season but yeah i'm loving that but yeah other ones i have not started is like spy family also forgot about that yeah you see my list it's gonna grow by next episode but i'm really loving what i'm watching and i 
I'm watching quite a few. I'm not watching too much on the side at the moment, but again, that is about to change. Uh, I can tell you a series I'm going to start is called um, Gorsic, which is like an investigation uh, supernatural series. I really wanted to get to this at the beginning of October. Didn't happen. I found this series actually a secondhand shop. It's one I'd wanted to own for quite some time, even though I've never watched it. But it's you, to watch it license wise. No, it's not really in any streaming service here as available access in Australia. But luckily, I found it and I got it for seventeen fifty. So, um, I think that was a pretty lucky find. So. It's kind of going to be my next side watch and probably Terror in Resonance, which is another Blu-ray that's been sitting there for God knows how long. So there, as usual, is your sneak peek into what I'm going to be diving into. Now, as for getting into the main part of this episode, or as usual, I'm nearly ranting for about 10 minutes. Um, now, so there was an anime I talked about that I was planning to do a rewatch and finally um discuss and I never I never did that for the past two episodes I didn't but I finally achieved that I finally rewatched it and I was like yeah now nah, we're gonna do this for October because it could hit the fall feels I feel for this even though you know everyone's in spooky fall mode um I feel like it still hits um for the mood, right mood of this year, I do. I was going to save this for Christmas as well, but this is kind of an anime I think you can recommend, like, all year round, because it does kind of focus on the four seasons. It does, but I'll get into that in details. So, highly anticipated one that I never got to. This one is 24 episodes, so it's a bit of a long one. I had to spread it out quite a bit over the month of October, but I finally got it done under two weeks go me um now plus there's a drama and drama slice alive there is a oh what does it say fantasy i guess and then romance those four themes i never put it down to two themes because i believe anime consists of all different themes in whatever series you're watching and um where this is a manga adaptation and this is not just any manga adaptation. It's by, by a famous group called Clamp. Ooh, my first series. We're going to talk about Clamp on the podcast. Oh, exciting. Uh, and this is this came out in 2009. So it's a bit of an oldie. It's a 10, 10, 2010 decade one just before that. And it's by Madhouse. We like some series by Madhouse, the old school Madhouse. I certainly do. And that series is no other than Kabato. Now, why did I think that this series came out in 2009? I didn't get the year wrong. No, it's the manga. That's why the manga came out in 2005. I'm just going off of the anime came out in 2009. I want to be specific here. But yes, we're talking about a clamp one. So, Kabato, I, let's see, before we get into, oh, I guess we can get into the story first before I talk about how I got into this series. Um, so, Kabato is about a girl named Kabato. Oh, God, yeah. this I love it when a series starts off with the main character's title, which is ever rarely. Uh, Kabato comes to Earth. 
with one mission as part of her contract to heal the hearts of those that are full of frustration, suffering, and pain. And to heal those hearts, um, which are known as in the series Compato, um, she has to do this within four seasons and she has to heal the hearts of people um, in order to make her wish come true. And she has to fill up her end of the contract because uh, she has come up from the heavens, actual heaven. This is the fantasy element of the story. Um, so she has a contract with heaven that she can fill up her little bottle with people's healed hearts within the span of a year, four seas by the end of four seasons. Her wish will come true to the place that she wants to go to. But obviously the only catch is she is not allowed to fall in love with any of the people that she heals. And joining her on her um, journey is a little doggy plushie. <laughs> He's a spirit known as Lorogi-san. Um, that's, his nick that's his nickname that Kabato ends up getting him. But really the dog plushie is a disguise. But um, uh, maybe we'll go into that in a little bit. And um, just to extend the story a bit further, she ends up um, becoming a helper at a local kindergarten and meeting a young man named Fujimoto-san. Well, Fujimoto-moti. Is it Fujimoto? Yes, Fujimoto or Kyo or Koyo. Kiyo Kaze, Kazu, but we're going to say Fujimoto. Um, and he is, as many girls, will, many girls will fawn over the cold type. He'll remind you of Hack from Yona of the Dawn, basically. And you'll feel swoon over. Um, he's a big softy on the inside, but on the exterior appears that he doesn't need anybody's help. He can do things his own way. You know how it goes. And, um, yeah, she comes to help at the Yomogo, Yomogo Yagi um, Kindergarten Center. Um, as that's just a main central place you'll see Kavado go to a lot in the story. And she becomes tangled in what goes on in the kindergarten. But also there are other things that happen, you know, during everyday life. And um, that is the basic premise of the story. And um, how I got into Kabato, again, a lot of the anime I watched when I first moved here was due to my um, old best friend. And um, she had, she owned this series. And um, oh, I just remember, I just, we just bin, yeah, again, we just binged it on one of our sleepovers. And um, I just fell in love with the story. But it's been, it must be over eight years or more that I've, since I'd watched this. So this rewatch, I definitely had forgotten a lot of the things that had happened. Definitely. But in between that time, I had read the manga as well. Because um, as you know, this is by Clamp, where Clamp is, you know, ran by four, four ladies where it was set up in 1989, they debuted. And one of the best, we know, they're one of the, you know, most well-known uh, manga authors in the manga world due to, they, 
it's an in- interesting thing unlike other authors the four women of clamp wanted all their stories to connect in the same universe that is what happens a lot in uh Cabado, where there's if i can think there are three three anime that come up that are you know try to be connected to the story so Subasa Reservoir Chronicles comes up in Kabado so uh, my mistake there's four sorry rethinking there is Chobits um there is Wish the manga and there is also am I forgetting one? Oh yes sorry there is also Holic Holic is included in the, mentioned in this. So there's a lot of referencing from other series in the within the clan world put in that are put into the Kabato story. And uh, I think that's one of the things that throws people off um you know the clamps women you know attempt to connect all these worlds together and re- after rewatching Kabato I can say that I don't think it connected well with the others, like Holic, Subasa Reservoir Chronicles, uh, mentioning those. Uh, why am I forgetting one in particular? And Chobits, no, I'm definitely not forgetting any. Um, yeah, those three, Chobits, Reservoir Chronicles, and um, Holic. <sighs> yeah mentioning those they didn't really connect with the story i just thought why are they here especially reservoir chronicles um yeah that really didn't connect at all the only one that did was wish um which is a which is one of their manga that came out before um kabato did and I have read it, wonderful story, and it's connected to the heavens um, world. And at least a fun fact about this is that um, Wish and Kabado, um, the clamp ladies wanted them to be in the same universe um, when Wish came out in 1996, and uh, which one of the authors named Nanase and the team decided... Uh, the connection between Wish and Kabado centered in the heavens to be much easier for people to understand for the anime, which I think it does. It definitely does. The incorporation of um, the Wish manga and Kabado together, uh, it does It does connect well with Kabado's story. And it's nice. It's, I forgot, I had completely forgot that the Wish manga had been included in the Kabado story. And seeing Kohaku, one of the main characters in the Wish manga, just in anime form, was really, really nice. And it was. It was nice. But in fact, um, um, sadly for me, that was the only one that connected. The rest of them, no. Not in, I think, Clamp's attempt to connect all their stories together in one universe. I, it doesn't work. Maybe for other people, it might work for them, but I just don't think. I think all their stories are pretty centralized on their own. They do wonderfully. You know, I think they should all stay, like, separate. You know, like Holic and, you know, Subasa Reservoir Chronicles. They are fine on their own. 
So this attempt to connect them with Kabato, I think ruined it a little bit for me, just a tiny bit. Um, it might be a bother to other people, but um, I just thought that would be one of the first things I'd say about this series that is a bit, it is a bit of a downside for it because it didn't need it and the story would have been way better off without it. But including the Wish manga in this, um, as you know, as I said, Nanase and the team, Nanase was one of the main people who worked on Kabato, wished for both of these um, worlds to connect so it was easier for the people to understand the anime. It did make me understand the anime a lot better. It did. Um, but the anime and the manga for Kabato, um, they are different. So with the anime, uh, the story ends a bit different to the manga but that's to be expected uh it's thought it does end the endings are only different by a slight margin pretty much how they end and how the manga ends is pretty much the same but there is a little bit more for example in the manga at the end there's a bit more romance dialogue which we'll get into the romance bit here shortly um but the only difference between the two is that the anime does not dive into the whole heavens like we have godly uh, side, God referencing. There's a lot of heavy um, religion uh, themes in the manga more than the anime. So you get you in the manga. Obviously, you find out a lot more about Kabato's um, like past, Lorogi-san's past. Why Lorogi-san has to look after Kabato? there is but all i can say about that is that larogi san tried to start a war with the heavens and it is mentioned and referenced in the anime and the manga uh that's something that stays true so there are things that stay true in the manga and anime but then there are things that are not um but in the in the manga you get out a lot more about backstory of the characters a bit more you do it's minorly referenced in the anime but i think that's fine because there are other quality factors about the anime that differs from differs from the manga in the manga is only six volumes it's like 40 chapters uh, but in saying that if you watch the anime or the manga you both i find get the same feeling of real sheer comfort and bliss from this series um but yeah, as to which I prefer, I'll tell you at the end I will which I honestly prefer. But yeah, the only big difference is however you decide to read or if you want to watch or read the series or just do both, um, you will see the differences. But there's more religion themes in the manga, which I think gives it a bit of a, you know, a little bit more of an interesting edge. It does. But, uh, but it's not like heavy... Um, information overload too much there isn't but and you also you get to yeah just get to find out about a lot of backstory so that's a little bit about the difference between the anime and the manga for me um i really did try to find like you know i always like to do research and try and find interview or whatever on uh any anime but yeah couldn't really find anything about kabato which was a little bit disappointing. So anything I say is completely off my own personal opinion here. But um, we're here. We're here to talk about the anime. I just wanted to go over very briefly about the the differences I found between the anime and the manga. 
So a Kabato, as I said, is a very, is a sheer blissful watch. It like, it really is. It will become like a, you know, comfort. It's very much, you know, yeah, your typical comfort watch. It is, you know, you're sitting there <clears throat> probably with your, I, I was sitting there half the time with my hot chocolate and my biscuits half the time with this series because spring here is like still pretty cold at the moment. Um, unfortunately, there is no dub for this series, which I would love to see one day. That would be nice. I don't think it's overly necessary, but I still think it would be nice if there was a dub for this. Um, I love the Japanese version though. Um, I think I'll say that about every series, but I love the person who plays um, uh, Kabato, the Japanese voice actress for her, just really emanates Kabato's like high energy and how she gets so hyped up about um, like certain certain things that she wants to be involved in. Like for example, the kindergarten, she wants to organize a Valentine's day and how she gets so hyped up for it. And it's like, where does this girl get her energy? It's like, this is how I should be towards, you know, when I go to work, <laughs> have that kind of energy. And, you know, Kabato, you know, as a character as a whole, you know, she really makes up for this series just of who she is, even though, you know, I don't want to spoil too much about, you know, Kabato's backstory. Um, she really, all I'll say is she cherishes her time and um, she's just such a joy. She's a big goofball. She's so clumsy, um, always doing things wrong. And this dynamic goes really well with eventually that becomes her love interest, which is Fujimoto, um, who works at the kindergarten. Um, you know, as I said, he's another heck. He's, you know, comes off as cold, but is, you know, all soft and cozy underneath. But I'd say Fujimoto is a bit of a harder case to crack. And Kabato slowly chips away at him over the course of the series. Oh, she always makes him mad. Ah, they're just hilarious together. Like I was laughing, I just laugh. At, I laughed at every every episode I did of this series. It has a great comedy flow, especially with Lorogi-san. Uh, especially when he gets mad at Kabato and he breathes fire on her. I forgot that that even happens. I was in the. I remember when I got into episode two, and because Lorogi-san likes to give does a point system with Kabato. So if she earns herself a little candy, the Konopete, um, Konopete in the um, bottle, glass bottle, you know, it's one step towards her wish that heaven will grant her. And, you know, if she's like, you know, accidentally stomped on him or left him outside in the freezing rain, um, she gets a, you know, a, you know, she gets a blast of fire and she gets zero points. Or there'll be some episodes where he'll give her a hundred points um, for just being her. Um, this is, st- <laughs> I mean, it's it is hysterical. I think when I first watched it, I thought their relationship together was, um, you know, I thought he was a bit abusive towards her. But um, watching it this time for me, it's like it's hysterical. 
you know, Larogi's son is trying to, well, repent. First, it, first, you know, he's just kind of, I would say he's lumped with Kabato and has to, you know, he's, I can tell you from starting a war with the heavens, he's being punished. That's why he's in the disguise of a doggy plushie. Of course, he hates the whole scenario. And you know, over the course of the series, you know, he becomes to really endear Kabato and, you know, want to grant a wish. So it, it's it's nice how he becomes to care for her a lot more during, you know, as the series goes on. But, you know, he's just, you know, he's a he's, he's very selfish, hot-tempered just in general. And, uh, yeah, it really shows when Kabato gets a blast full of fire. But it's done in a really, uh, uh, of course, a hu- a very humorous way that's not harmful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the comedy level in this is nice. Like, it's not just, yeah, it's not just an, a slice of life where, you know, there's no, it, we're just following, you know, the mundane of every day. Uh, no, there's there's some great. Uh, you'll have get definitely a lot of laughs out of Kabato, in particular, in particular from Kabato herself. Um, like it's so she's so sweet natured and that, and when she does an oopsie daisy, and either it's either she gets scolded by Lurugisana Fujimoto, and it works so it works great, it really does. Uh, that's one of the best. So that's one of the best. One of my favorite things about it is the. Uh, comedy dynamic obviously the second thing is um uh fujimoto and kabato and obviously things with their relationship there yeah, there's a bit where things get a bit oh a bit in the water uh it doesn't seem like them two are gonna make up we'll say and then i remember past episode 20 oh yeah it's when i started it's when the waterworks started I was crying. Mm-hmm. I forgot <laughs> the end. The the yeah, where we get towards the ending, it gets. I won't lie, it does get emotional, but in a good, in a good way. Not it's in a sad and a good way. Um, I was still crying. I think through a few episodes, or I or I nearly cried, or it was either I nearly got cried or I got a bit teary. Um, just of you know when we get to the part about the series focuses you know people's little frustrations um one was about a girl who couldn't say how she felt about the boy that she liked and Kabato went out of her way to you know trying to try her to get to talk to him ends up being a bit awkward at first but it's like the relief Kabato really she in in whatever way it happens the outcome she relieves she does actually relieve these people of their tension she doesn't do anything extraordinary at all she just bees herself and somehow she ends up getting a little candy in a bottle and you know it just being her sweet nature caring way is one of the think the main focuses of the anime uh, you know, of how, you know, we're all, we all got our own problems. We've all got something going on, but, you know, it's important to remember that, you know, everybody's hurting about something. And there's a quote from this series that I like where it's, um, it's tough when anyone is hurt. It's painful and awful. And, um, 
it's it's and the what this series also reminds about is you know even though we're going through something painful and awful right now there is another side even though you can't see it and somehow Kabato just her energy you know she makes people make it or they find it on the other side they do they Kabato reminds them of something that they've forgotten they've lost and you know but one of the main best things I love about the series that I have recommended to people over the years about is this is you know Kabato cherishes about the simple things in life and now it's you know that seems such a (laughs) average you know obvious thing to say but you know there's little parts where like she's dancing in the snow one episode and um you know she goes out of her way to you know hold a Christmas party for the kids at the kindergarten and know how she just wants to help people you know these are the things that I admire about her character a lot and um this series does really beautiful on you know the simple things in life another one I would recommend on that theme is Garganti on the Vidiris Planets which I have discussed on the podcast before yes I have yes I have um that's another one on the themes of like, you know, simple things. Of course, there's a lot of series that do well on the, you know, simple things in life motto, but Kabato does it particularly well for me. She does. Um, you know, there's nothing, you know, nothing overly amazing that occurs on those themes that happens, you know. it The series has a good balance of, you know, real real problems that real people have um but also we you know there's the fantasy element that's in here as well but the fantasy element is pretty uh oh oh, we'll say moderate we'll say moderate we're not going to say minor because it does actually have quite a big um impact in the story and speaking about like the fantasy element there are a few bits that um where i said if it connects with the clamp universe that does work also is when Luragi san goes to visit his friend um uh ginsei now he Luragi san wasn't the only one that ended up getting turned into well an animal or <laughs> plushy so his friends ended up getting coerced into starting a war with the heavens by Larogi Sun. And then so we have Gensei Gensei, who was turned into a bear. And then we have Zu Zushia, which was turned into a bird. And then we have an interesting character. I wanna say he's like a rabbit, like half rabbit, half wolf, which is Genko, like Larogi Sun's apprentice. And um Larogi <laughs> san goes to visit Ginsei's uh well I want to say it's bread sweet bread shop um the gu- all the guy does is make sweet bread and just does orders this is like their punishment this is what they um <laughs> trying to make the best of a bad scenario so you get to learn a bit that you know his friends were dragged into it but um the manga dives into that way more it does um so that was a that was a bit in the fantasy uh theme that worked with Kabato. Um I guess on another thing I guess to say, oh yes, we'll go back to the romance part. 
Um, I really loved it between Fujimoto and Kabato. Oh, it's, it's, oh, I'm going to sound so corny here, but yeah, it was so wholesome, like at the end, so wholesome. It's, um, it's very satisfying. I can say the romance part in this, otherwise I definitely would not be recommending it to people. I do not like recommending romance anime that is not satisfactory to whatever people are wanting to find within their romance watches. Um, but yeah, this one, totally wholesome. Um, it's, yeah, definitely them two make me both teary. Um, especially we have the part where, you know, Kabato is not allowed to fall in love with those who she heals the hearts of. Um, but yes, like I said, Fujimoto is a bit of a tough nut to crack. He is. Um, and you won't have to worry about also with this series that, um, everything's going to go at a fast pace. You know, this is very much your slow, slow pace approach anime. I ended up watching this, um, oh, I watched like maybe three to four episodes a night, depending on how tired I was, <laughs> but, um, it was nice, you know, great, great to just forget about shit for a while. Um, I think, and let's see something interesting. What was one of my favorite, oh, episodes in this series? Oh, it's hard. To be honest, oh, probably has to be, it has to be the last episode. It really does. Because <laughs> this series has so many good moments. It does. Like, you know, real, like, oh my God, that's so beautiful moments. No, last episode is probably my favorite for this series. Uh, in terms of, like, the animation, Chora's mention. Uh, with Madhouse, even though it's 2009, the uh, animation still holds up really well. It still does. Um, the only thing I'm sad about is that um, Kabato is like not available, I would say outright. It's not available on any streaming service right now to watch. So, you know, if you guys, if anyone was planning to watch this, um, there is not that option right now. There isn't. As I said, I, uh, no, I actually haven't said, I actually found um, the one of the old Sentai Filmworks releases because Sentai Filmworks had the license for it, but then it expired. And um, I managed to find it on eBay. Uh, someone was selling it. Oh, it must have been around $60, must have been, and I was just desperate. I just did it even though I didn't have the money. Whoops. Uh <laughs> But it was it was one I had, oh wanted to have in my collection for ages. I never thought I would get to own Kabato. So I feel very th- thankful that I own it and was able to like able to watch it. But it I I would like to plead out to Discotech Media. They probably listen to a thousand prayers a year of anime to be licensed. But um, I would love. I would love for you guys to pick up Kabato. It deserves a relicense. It deserves a Blu-ray HD. It would look so beautiful. It really would. Um, yeah, that's one I believe deserves to have a re-release. Um, I definitely think Kabato is one of the better um, anime adaptations <clears throat> of Clamp. 
I have not watched all of Clamp uh, anime adaptations yet. So I've seen Subasa Reservoir Chronicles, Holic. Uh, I started Magic Knight Ray Earth. Uh, I think I only got to episode like two or three. That was quite a while ago. I just stopped. I haven't, it doesn't, doesn't mean I lost interest. I just ended up going to something else that I was <laughs> interested more in watching. Um, yeah, I have not watched every other single one yet, but so far, like, what is my favorite work by Clamp? It has to be Kabato. It does. I'll say Subasa Reservoir Chronicles comes in second, because uh, I, I think, honestly, I believe Subasa was the very first Clamp anime I ever watched. Um, oh, and this, I re- this is making me definitely want to go read back and think, hmm, what are some of the clamp things I've not watched? Definitely not. Um, but yeah, Kabato is my favorite, if anyone's wondering, my favorite clamp work. So, in a nutshell, Kabato is a blissful, joyful watch that you can just, you know, kick back with a hot chocolate and be reminded of what the beauty of life is really and the beauty of the simple things and um it's it's just one of those animes that's like it's just it's a pleasant watch and that's the that's if that is something that you are seeking then that is definitely what this anime can offer and and I believe it's still like a gem as well to me, the story, like the whole series. The series is a gem because of how it is healing as well. It's a healing, pleasurable experience with a calming procession invoking emotional life tugs and hints of humor. Um, and there's a pinch of romance ele- element is perfect topping for all of that. So I think Kabato is a gem because to soothe the negative, it is. But we all have our perception of what we consider, you know, that will quell our frustrations or negative. Uh, I believe Kabato, for me, it is one of those that quells my negative and soothes my frustrations. So there is a lot you will get out. There is a lot you will get out of the series. So this series for me has a lot more positives than it has negatives, which I have already said about. So I'm glad I was finally able to discuss about Kabato. Um, again, it's another one that I'd been wanting to talk about for ages, but a rewatch was necessary. Big time it was. Uh, I don't like talking about series I've not watched for a long time without doing a rewatch so that's important and I can tell you for a fact I have re-decided what my next rewatch will be but I'm not going to tell you uh, we'll leave that as a secret but yes unfortunately as I said you can't watch Kabato anywhere streaming right now which is uh, if anyone has anywhere you know does any you know knows anywhere where you can watch Kabato please let me know because I would like I would definitely tweet that out on my Twitter for sure be like hey you can watch it here um so if anybody knows please let me know but I have done I have done the Google searches and everything and found nothing which is annoying so yeah I hope my hope for the future is that this series will be re-released on blu-ray come on disco tech you are our only hope 
So um, I hope you enjoyed listening to me talk about Kabato. Uh, I didn't realize this was my first clamp uh, series I was talking about. Um, so yeah, it makes me excited to talk about, you know, some more for the future. Um, but yes, until next time for whatever series I'm watching and I'm going to talk about, which, you know, for next episode is going to be a Halloween themed one. And I'm excited, which will, that will be out in the next few days. It will. So I'll look forward to talking about this one. All I'll say it's about ghosts. So, all right. Well, I hope you all are having a happy rest of October for yourselves for the next few days until Halloween comes around. And until then, Bye for now. Bye.